Hello, and welcome to the True Self Podcast. I'm your host, Krista. Today, I would like to discuss the rat race of the false self and the lies that it tells you. So many of you out there, and I'm including myself in that, likely you grew up with this sense that you needed to get out in the world and become something. The become something is different for every person. Uh, One person may say, I'm going to become something when I'm a doctor. Another person may say, I will become something when I accumulate a lot of wealth. Whereas another person may say, I may become something when I have, you know, X amount of titles and power or whatever, right? And many of us that bought into this belief that we needed to go out there into the world and become something led us into this sort of race of chasing desires within us and wanting to become that person at that moment that we felt we were not. So wherever you were in your race, right, you you would look around and you would still not feel sufficient enough. And so for myself, you know, just at a very high level in my adolescent years, I would chase after relationships and have lots of boyfriends and seek worthiness from that. Um, As a young woman, I chased after, um, you know, getting good grades as a college student. I would obsess over, you know, my college courses and I would say, oh, I have to make a 4.0 or I'm not going to be something. I didn't even know what be something was. And as a young woman going into the workforce, you know, I chased after whatever money and titles, you know, were out there. I was going for the, the manager position or the team lead position. And, ooh, you know, that person is you know, supposedly better. Maybe I will become something like them, right? And, you know, when I chased after these things and and I met them, there was this empty feeling, right? There was maybe a very brief period of happiness or perceived happiness or excitement, gratification, whatever you want to call it. And then it, it felt empty, felt like there was a void there. And it was like this pushing up a mountain and then you get to the top of the mountain of whatever goal it is that you have in mind. And then you look around and you think, man, this is not what I thought. This is not what I signed up for in life. There's got to be something else, right? And so what you do, uh, the false self does is, you know, it, it goes on and on and on. It will always come up with more things that you need to pursue, desire after desire after desire, because the previous desire that you met is, is just not, uh, it's not adding up. It's not making you feel um, sufficient. It's not making you feel worthy. So, you know, if you boil down, I believe, all the pain and the suffering that we go through with this false self rat race, it goes down into one core belief. And that belief is I am not worthy. And 
we feel unworthy because we have this void inside of us. And that void is, uh, it's the void of truly being ourselves, our authentic self. We're, we're like wearing these masks, right? I know I felt that way my whole life. And that's why I was so distraught. And I suffered so much because I would chase after these things and I would feel so lost, so unworthy. I wasn't, I was trying to be something that I wasn't, but I didn't even know what, you know, who that authentic person was. And, you know, as much as the the false self will lead you to believe that you are separate from everyone and everything, you are not. And what I'm getting at is that the reason why we chase after a lot of these things is because we believe that we are separate from everyone and everything. And when I've had a strong connection to my true self, my true authentic self, which it is taking me many years to hone in that connection. And, you know, uh, I still work on it on a daily basis, trying to make it stronger and stronger to the true self, to the higher self, whatever you want to call it. Uh, I can feel the oneness in all things. I can see the pain in someone else, even if it's disguised as something ugly, right? Let's say that the person's spitting out jealousy or envy or anger at me. I can look at that person when I'm really connected to who I am and I can feel that, you know, this person is just like me. They have a false self just like me. This person has struggles just like me. This person has an authentic self just like I do, but it's just covered up in their mask, right? And if you start to shift your paradigm from thinking that you're separate from others to you are connected to others, what happens is that you start to feel the universal love that exists in all things and nothing is excluded from that. So take away all of your judgments, your beliefs, your perceptions, your attachments, and basically what is left of us is this true, untainted, benevolent presence, right? And that is our true, authentic self. And in order to move past this rat race of the false self, we have to slowly change the way that we look at life. And one key factor of that is that we are all one. And if you start to change your belief that you're not separate, but you're one, your false self core belief that I am not worthy or I am not enough, it starts to just dissolve. And that's what's happened to me over time is I've recognized the false self at play. And then when I tap into that true authentic self, I can feel that oneness in all things. And even if I'm not strong enough as a, just with my true self, if I am tapping into the oneness of all things, it amplifies the energy. It makes me stronger, right? Because 
we're all meant to be connected in that way. So in oneness, everything is connected and all the games of the false self are dissolved, like we talked about. And one way that we can cultivate oneness on a daily basis and start to get ourselves out of that rat race of the false self is you can start to look at all beings as your brothers and your sisters, right? Because if we think of them as our brother and our sister, they are family because basically we are just a big old family. And you start to feel compassion for your brothers and their sisters as they walk in their difficult journeys. You feel compassion for the earth and all of the life that's on earth. I know that myself, I look at trees in a different way. I look at animals in a different way. And I feel a lot of love and compassion, especially when it comes to earth and taking care of earth and just the gratitude and appreciation of all of those things. And if you feel appreciation and gratitude for the love that is there in oneness, because in oneness, it's like a big, let's say like a big circle or ball of light of love, right? And you are just like one ball of light out of bazillions balls of light. When you tap into that, you can completely feel, like I said, the, the energy um, change. You, it shifts because you start to break down that belief that you're not enough because you're tapping into your innate oneness, which is actually your natural state. One oneness exercise that I'd like to share with you that I do in meditation just about every day is I breathe through my nose and out through my mouth. I call this the holy breath. A lot of people say diff there's different ways to say it, but breathing through your nose and out through your mouth is a very good way of centering into spirit and, and meditation. And you don't have to be in meditation to do that. You can do that throughout the way. And what the holy breath does is it kind of centers you, right? It's, it, it, it helps to quiet the mind by focusing on the breath. So if you breathe through your um, breathe in through your nose and out through your mouth, let's say about three times, or as long as it takes you to start to feel that little warmness of calm. When you start to feel that warmness or that peace or that calm, focus in on your heart. And you can even try to listen for the heartbeat, or you can take your hand and you can place it on the heart. And as you do that, in your mind's eye, you say, I am open to receive and give the love of God. Or you don't have to say God, you could say universe, whatever you want to say, oneness. And when I do this, I can feel the heart actually open up more than it was. And it's opening up into that oneness of all that is. And I can feel the love pouring into it and out through it. And it is the most 
magical feeling that I could ever describe. And I, I really wanted to share that with you because my friends, this is what oneness is. This is what our true self is, our true authentic nature. So please try it and see if you want to make it part of your daily practice. And if you're not ready for that, at least start to change your the way that you look at things. Start to recognize that other people have their own journeys and hold back your judgments. Be non-judgmental and know that every being on this planet is all connected to you and you are connected to it because in the end we are all one. And as long as the false self tells you that you are separate, you're living in the lie. But when you step outside of the lie and really understand the truth that we are all one, that's where the magic happens. That's where the connection is. And that's where you find your true, authentic self. I hope you have a blessed week. Namaste.